Hello, everyone, and welcome to Songversations, the long waits podcast where we interview songwriters about their methods and approaches to writing songs. I'm Bjorkvin, and I play guitar and sing in the long wait. You can visit us at thelongwait.com, our very active social media profiles on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube channels that are all under the username Long Wait Music. You can support this podcast and our music in multiple ways, either by becoming a patron on Patreon at patreon.com slash thelongwait, using our Amazon affiliate link through thelongwait.com slash Amazon, or sending us a tip through our virtual tip jar at thelongwait.com slash tips. Thank you very much for your support, and now let's get into this week's interview. Steph Keppen is a very busy songwriter and musician. She fronts the jazz pop band Steph and the Articles, who have a lot of really good stuff on their Bandcamp page. I was browsing it today, and uh, you have a lot of singles, and you have EPs. Mm -hmm. and, it's all there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. She also released her solo album, Game We Play, in 2015. That's quite different than the piano pop you might be used to hearing from her, switching out the instrumentation of let's say normal instruments yeah with, with uh <laughs> kind of towards more electronic beats and yes. synths so thanks for coming on steph welcome thank you thanks for having me i've talked about these two projects but tell us a little bit more about what you do you do you do more than just two, those two things and uh maybe walk us through a little bit about how your typical week or month is and how you juggle all mm. these different projects all right well during the week, um, I have a couple regular solo gigs during the week, and then I teach a couple, uh, a few piano students during the week, and then I part-time tutor for Savvy, the Blind Association here in town. Okay. So that's my day job during the week, mm -hmm. tutoring blind college and high school students mostly. Cool. So yeah, then, you know, my evenings are free for whatever gigs or lessons, and then on the weekend, I may have a show or a wedding gig, whatever pops up. Do you place the, your solo stuff out, or you do? Um, I don't yet because it's it's a new thing to me. The tracks and uh, the track thing is, yeah, I'm I'm uh, getting it together to debut it live on Valentine's Day. Right. All right. Well, tell us a little bit about your process uh, when it comes to writing songs. Do you have a specific method you stick to in any way? Not necessarily. Some songs, I may have a melody in mind, and then I'll write around that. Other times, I have, I'll just be playing around with a part on the piano and then find something that sort of fits into that later. Or I might just have lyrics I've jotted down first. And then depending on what musical ideas I have later, I sort of mold them to fit. Okay. So that's, yeah. There's like uh, three different basic ways that... uh a song starts out for me. Okay. So it depends. Yeah. And do you, when something comes to you, do you like really work on it or do you take down that initial idea to come back to it later or how do you? Definitely take it down and come back to it. Okay. I have to be, I mean, sometimes I may come up with more on the spot than other times, but in general, I let things sort of sit and brew up. I'm not always in the zone so I take advantage of the times I am to accept when I'm just not feeling it and uh yeah so my songs kind of sit around for a while before they're actually complete I'd say yeah that's I can relate to that for mm -hmm. sure 
how is the songwriting process different with Stephanie Articles compared to your more solo-oriented stuff? Mm -hmm. Arranging is different because I think when I'm writing a song that I know I'm going to take to the band, we're going to sort of flesh some things out together as far as the arrangement and the groove. So it's more, I guess, a little more free in that way. That on my own, I'm going to do my part and I'm going to take it to the band. And maybe the way that we flesh things out and jam it out is going to change maybe the direction of it a little bit. Okay. But as far as coming up with content for a song initially, I mean, the same rules sort of apply. Yeah. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you're mostly right on piano? Yes. Okay. Do you play other instruments as well? No, not really. Okay. Guitar has been on my list for too long, but I always get frustrated and just want to get better at piano. <laughs> so. <laughs> right. But yeah, so piano is my songwriting instrument. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's funny because I'm the exact opposite. We just got a piano in the house, like a acoustic one, mm -hmm. and I'm the same way. I play, well, I'm the opposite, but the same is and in the way that I play guitar and then I try to play on piano and I'm and I really <laughs> want to work on like improving the piano skills and yes. I just need to carve out that those blocks yep. of time for sure. To discipline yourself for yeah. sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for those sort of solo projects, you say the arrangement is different, but do the songs start in the similar that's, vein? Yeah, that, that's what I was essentially trying to say. They, they all kind of start. I mean, obviously I listed a few different ways that a song might begin for me. Mm -hmm. Just sort of the, the overall vibe of the song is, is really... Or the, the way that the songs end up coming together arrangement-wise and the the groove that is underneath them is different when I bring them to the band, obviously, because I'm collaborating with more people in that for that part of the song. Okay. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the difference in the production process on your solo stuff and the mm -hmm. stuff in the articles. How were the songs taken from the rough ideas you had mm -hmm. to the finished production with all the synths and, and beats and all that sort of stuff. So with the EP game we play, those songs were written more specifically to just be like solid pop songs. Mm -hmm. And so the melody and hook were is sort of how those start because it's the most important thing to those types of songs. Right. So I would sort of get melodies and hook ideas in my head. Then I would sit down with a MIDI controller and either lay down like a beat first or just like pad out the chords mm -hmm. for, you know, whatever I was hearing that would accompany um, what I had in my head. Yeah. So yeah, melody, maybe some lyrics and then uh, lay down the beats and synths. And then once I've got that kind of rough framework, I flesh out more ideas from there. Okay. So once I had these demos together with all my, my parts, I took the MIDI data to my uh, friend and co-producer, Curtis, up in Phoenix, and then we essentially just switched out my samples for better ones and mm -hmm. tightened everything up and then recorded the vocals and had lots of fun with the harmonies and all that stuff. Right. So you took it from these roughs and added right. more elaborate Yeah, production. so they all started out, I, I arranged everything in my bedroom and then took them... Uh, to my friend to bring them more to life, make them bigger and, and better than what I'm capable of doing with my <laughs> bedroom setup. <laughs> right. So do you feel it's valuable to have a second set of ears or a second set of kind of producing talent? I do. In the past, I might have been a little resistant to that, but I think that it is definitely good to bounce ideas off of another person Yeah. or persons. Yeah. Cool. Talking about songs that have been I guess, harder to flesh out. Do you have any specific 
struggles or what's your biggest struggle with songwriting in general or how have you overcome struggles in the past when it comes to songs that just don't don't mm-hmm. want to be finished yeah i'm a huge perfectionist so for me if i want to sit down and i want something i i sit out with a goal to accomplish something one day and it's just not coming to me that's obviously very frustrating but i guess the way that i overcome that is just sort of accepting that like I'll be in a different mindset another day and then it'll all just, it'll all just come to me. So I guess another challenge would be when I'm writing less for myself and more for like licensing publishing projects. Yeah. I need to write things a little more simplified than I typically would. Okay. And sometimes it's hard for me. I have to put myself into a place where I can still tell a story because I have no details to pull from if I'm just writing about something I've completely contrived. Yeah. So I guess trying to write those types of songs where they're less personal, but making them personal enough and sort of uh, keeping them simple enough too, but still, you know, still unique and something that uh, can still stand out and have a little bit of heart. Right. So tell me a little bit more about, you know, the work you do when you do, do you do uh, these songs specifically for licensing or publishing that you're yeah, selling there, to others? Uh, there are um, a couple publishers I've been asked to write some stuff for. And so I kind of get guidelines and examples for those types of songs, which are obviously a lot more commercial. Yeah. And at first, you know, when I would get like notes back, like, oh, we'll change this chorus. And I, I would sort of be a little, re- I guess, just resistant to it at first. Right. But then I learned, oh, like... Now that I've rewritten this, it is better. And that's what I mean by talking about how I think it is good to bounce ideas off other people. In these cases, like, that really helped me, even though it was new to me and I was a little like, well, this is the song. Like, right. this is how I wrote it and that's just how it is. But Yeah, it's a point of pride. You're, um, it's hard to yeah, but then of... it's like, oh, okay, well, now that I, I took another look at this, I think that um, it came out as, uh, you know, better than it, than it would have been. So Cool. All right. Do you have any specific methods for writing lyrics or, or coming up with song title and song ideas, you know, on the, for the, from the lyric side? Mm-hmm. With lyrics, I have to first know what I want to express or what I want to say. And once I sort of have an idea of that, then I can sit down and start jotting down notes about how I want to say it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes a little trick I use is uh, rhyme dictionaries. Yep on the internet because I'll, I'll take, you know, the ends of phrases, the, uh, I'll find words that rhyme with those endings I've already got. And then it'll push me to think of different ways of saying whatever I'm trying to express that I wouldn't have thought of before. And it's sort of fun. Like, well, I have these few words. It doesn't always work out, but you start there. I have these few words that rhyme or near rhyme with this. Can I say what I want to say? Um, and build it around these options. So sometimes that's a fun thing I do to get different ideas going for lyrics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit about how you came up with, what's the song called that's about grammar? (laughs) It's called Away With Words. Away With Words, yeah. So how did that idea come out? Um, Come about? I had this, you got away with words. I just had it stuck in my head, and Mm -hmm. I didn't really know why. Okay. But I sat down and just wanted to make sort of a quirky, nerdy pop song. Yeah. 
and you know it's still kind of kind of sexy but totally nerdy at the same time that so i just made that my goal with that song cool yeah i just had this hook in my head in the melody mm-hmm. and i wrote around that cool yeah yeah i really mm-hmm. like that song thank it's you very enjoyable thanks let's talk about influences uh if you were to pick your I guess top three songwriters or musicians that have influenced you in the past, Mm -hmm. who would they be and why? So I'll tell you about a few people. I, these aren't necessarily artists I listen to as much as others, but definitely have had an influence on me as purely as songwriters. Mm -hmm. An old influence of mine, like I always say, is Ben Folds. Okay. Um, Mainly for, I mean, he has the ability to be quirky but still meaningful when he writes and then he can turn around and uh, write something a little more serious but i i guess i am influenced by him overall as an arranger okay as well david bazan for his ability to just simply pull you in with words like his songs are most of the time very simple but i think he does a good job of grabbing you with his words alone mm-hmm. um and he always has like a you know something he's he's got to say he's very honest recent for me in a songwriter I really have come to respect is Paul McCartney. Oh, okay. Because, well, for a while I was a part of this McCartney tribute band thing. Okay. And I started learning songs and I realized he kind of reaffirmed to me that I could write pop songs that sort of went outside, like that played around with alternate uh, with interesting progressions and time changes. And I feel like that's what I do with my band, The Articles, a lot. Yeah. And hearing hearing his songs, yeah, reaffirmed to me that, yeah, it was okay to write pop songs like that. Like, that's totally doable. And, you know, he fooled us all with just really catchy melodies over the top of that. And that's um, a goal of mine. So that's kind of why I recently have become, uh, come to really respect his songwriting. Yeah, he definitely has a vast catalog, that's yes. for sure. Yes, and, and he's, yeah, ex- extremely uh, versatile, so. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to talk about, so you were talking about earlier that, you know, you, you play along with, you, you try to come up with, you know, maybe a simple piano idea as the basic for the song. What's your thoughts on arrangements? Like, how did you think about all the arrangements kind of ahead of time as you're creating the song? Are you trying to make the song work just as a piano's vocal part? Well, as I'm writing, I can't help but think of arrangement in the back of my head. Like, I hear roughly, like, what I want to happen Mm -hmm. when I have, you know, either the band behind it or when I'm programming stuff for the, you know, more electro stuff. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm a big picture person. I typically always hear, to some point, what I want to become of just a piano vocal arrangement yeah so what's your home studio setup like what do you have oh it's I- nothing it's <laughs> it's um now just logic and a snowball microphone <laughs> and my uh keyboard cool so yeah i just make demos yeah uh and you there. i'm not trying software to software since inside logic for yeah but i i typically like i said i'll take that to um, another engineer producer and just swap out my sounds so I don't that that'll hold me up if I think I'm trying to pick the sounds I want mm-hmm. for the final thing that'll just stress me out too much so I'm fine with getting close and yeah. then taking it to someone with better uh plugins than I have and right. yeah <laughs> yeah and but it definitely lets you 
be creative though. Yes. Even though you don't oh, want yeah. that to be I'm the amazed final. with what I do have access to with just, you know. Right. Logic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's definitely a favorite of mine, as you can tell. <laughs> yep. So do you have any tools of the trade that you can't live without when you're writing songs? Other than your instrument, mm -hmm, of course. Of course. Voice memos have become big for me lately. Yeah. Because I think uh, I'll come up with an idea and I'll be sure that I could remember it, but I, for I wake up in the morning and it's gone. So anytime I have something stuck in my head, I whip out my phone. Even if I'm like out at a loud show, I take out my phone and sort of sing into it. Yep. And then I have this bank later of just ideas that I can pull from if I'm trying to start a new song or um, fill in space for a song I've already started. Right. I think most of my guests have said voice memos to oh, be really? their, one of their most mm -hmm. invaluable tools. Mm -hmm. And I can relate because I do that as well. Even if I'm out running and I get an idea in my head, I'll have to stop running, take my phone out and like be like kind of weird on the street singing into the phone and then yep. keep running. <laughs> and that's, those are where some of my best songs have come from, actually. Yeah. So there's something to be said about, you know, if you've got it, if it came, if you've got it stuck in your head, wherever it came from. Mm hmm. It's probably a, a good thing to start from. Right. And if like an idea is like sneaks into your head when you're not forcing it, you should really yeah. listen, listen yeah, why, to it. Yeah. yeah. Do you have an ask of our listeners? Like uh, anything you want them to do oh, uh, well. for you or uh, <laughs> check out or anything like um, that? I just released a music video for the single Celebrate mm -hmm. off of that EP we were talking about. Yep. So if you just search my name, Steph Kepin, and celebrate, you will see this new music video up on YouTube I just released. Yeah. And then, of course, I'm going to be debuting the live show for this project on Valentine's Day at Club Congress. Mm -hmm. So please uh, come check that out. Yeah. So where can we find more about you and your music? You have social media and SoundCloud yeah, and Yeah, everything. That. SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Spotify. Right. So, yeah, anywhere you can uh, find it, it's there for both my band stuff in the articles and then just my my electro stuff under Steph Keppen. Okay. Mm -hmm. And your website is just your Steph name? Dot net. Dot net. Okay. And then the band is StephanTheArticles.com. Okay. And that's S-T-E-F-F-K-O-E-P-P-E-N. <laughs> yes. Hopefully that'll also be visible somewhere that they can see the spelling of that <laughs> <laughs> absolutely so lastly i wanted to feature one of your songs at the end of the podcast mm -hmm. also to promote your valentine's day show mm -hmm. and uh i wanted to and you wanted to kind of include my final question in this before we debut this or not debut this before we play this song and it's sort of about a time you were really happy with how it one of your songs came out and this is the song yeah. you wanted to talk about. Yeah. So just while we were on the uh, subject, that mm -hmm. song Celebrate, it was, I guess I was just nervous about releasing it because it was so different, mm -hmm. but then like very relieved with the positive response from it because it was, it was the first time I'd sat down and had tried writing a song in this different style. And uh, I also, I think when I announced that I was releasing this like solo pop material people saw celebrate and expected it to be an upbeat bubblegummy yeah. song about celebration but i had fun taking that theme that hook and 
presenting it in a different way. It's still a positive message, but I sort of was able to present it in a less predictable way, I guess. It definitely is slightly darker sounding. It's darker, yeah. It's in a minor key. It's Celebrate, Uh a song called Celebrate in a minor key. But uh, yeah, overall, the message is obviously still positive. Yeah. So thanks a lot for coming on. We'll play this song Celebrate and uh, to close out the podcast. And uh, if anybody wants to check out her, to Steph in Tucson, we she will be playing Valentine's Day uh, where, you said? Club Congress. Club Congress. Mm-hmm. All right. And you just check her out at the uh, stephkeppin.com, oh, dot net. Dot net. Stephkeppin.net. Or just search search the name and yeah. wherever you, yeah, whatever pops up. Yeah, that's what I did up. this morning exactly. when I was looking at <laughs> looking up some information. It, uh, it, it popped up quite, quite immediately. Go. Start typing Steph with two Fs yeah. and then a K and then it should pop up. <laughs> In, Google. <laughs> yeah, In Google at least, yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go. This is the song Celebrate. Thanks a lot for coming on. Yeah, thank you. Don't come looking down. Good company is to be found. And if you search for The rest of us just lose the score It's all just a game we play Then we find the time to celebrate Play. Then we find the time to celebrate 